0: Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast for Friday, May the eighth. We are coming to you online from our homes scattered across southwest Missouri. My name is Joey Mills, and joining me today on the line I've got
1: Dakota. Dakota
0: Brad And we are just a bunch of fans, artists, creators, critics from the Midwest, talking entertainment and pop culture, taking your comments, and we've got a few of those today, and whatever. We've got a fun show for you this week. We are talking Mother's Day, which is coming up this Sunday. We'll get to that shortly. Before we jump into the headlines, what did you guys watch, read, listen to, play, make? What did you guys do this past week?
1: Anybody? Well, I had a birthday yesterday. Did you now? Yeah. And uh, I had a birthday.
2: Birthday? I did not know it was your birthday.
1: Yeah You said it last week. (laughs) (laughs) I did say it last week. Did you not Uh, go back and listen to the show? But our own our own majestic haired friend of the show, Dustin, brought me uh, the whole complete first season of or first series of Avatar The Last Airbender on Blu ray for my birthday. Nice.
2: Was that was that the thing you posted?
1: No, he kept, he kept the steel but he got the steel <laughs> blu rays.
0: No, he kept those for but himself. I,
1: <laughs> yeah. But I got his old his old just full collection Blu-rays, so I was I told him I'd buy it from the day before and he just showed up at my house yesterday morning and brought it to me, so that was really nice.
2: That's cool. That is really nice. I yeah. love that too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Did you get the gift I sent you? No, what you send me? Oh man, you should have seen it. It was huge. It was. I put a lot of time and effort into it.
1: Huh. Uh, it's uh, a shame it didn't it, get. It, get it, it'll, it'll,
0: it'll probably show up in the next day or two. Then it probably just got slowed in the mail with the okay. you know, <laughs> pandemic and all. You, you just keep watching for it.
1: <laughs> so, have you started going back
0: through watching the the show or?
1: Uh, not yet. I'm, my wife is really adamant about not watching it for some reason. Really? Even though she likes the horrible. Live action
0: movie, yeah. Maybe that's why. If you like that piece of shit, then you probably won't you can't like have <laughs> that good taste routine. for
1: this,
3: yeah. yeah. The ruin the movie for. What was that? Doesn't want that show to ruin the movie for, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
1: they might pronounce his name right or something. <laughs> oh, <No shit. laughs>
3: well, cool.
0: but yeah,
1: that's about it. Yeah,
0: yeah. How about you, Kenny? What have you been up to?
1: Oh,
2: I uh went through and binge watched the uh Clone Wars. Oh So wrapping up, I finished, I started season seven on May the 4th, so I watched all that, and then of course we, uh, the kids got their lightsabers out, they got in the, because they popped in and out while I was watching it, so my son has a bunch of lightsabers, so they had to get outside and have lightsaber fights, and of course, I had to join in, so it was a good time. I enjoyed it. We haven't done nothing like that in a while.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Did you get it? So you finished the entire, the whole show then? Yeah. Cool. And we'll talk about that, I'm sure, a little bit later on then. Uh, Brad, how about you? What have you been up to? It's been a while, so it doesn't have to be necessarily what you've done last week, because it's been a couple months since we spoke to you, but what have you been up to?
3: Yeah, uh, I guess I've just been meeting people as best as I can. I've been at work most days the week for the past couple months um outside of that i've just been catching up on old movies i'd never seen before a lot of old robert mitchum stuff um mcqueen movies basically
0: nice that's that's some classic old-timey manly man cinema right there
3: yeah i i guess i i missed out on it for a great portion of my life so i'm trying to compensate
0: well that's good it's never too late well that's cool uh like kenny le- alluded to the clone wars the series finale is it is it too we probably shouldn't talk spoilers but we can talk in general terms i guess so what did you yeah. think kenny of the the last four episodes that they kind of turned into like a mini movie almost
2: yeah you know i uh, like you had said that like leading up to it, you know, it did feel like they jumped right back in where they left off and it had the right feel, it had everything. And I was like, okay, and I, I and I like the episodes, it's not like everything was trash leading up to those last four episodes, the right other ones were really good, you know, but those four just had because I mean, you anybody who knows if you know the Clone Wars, you know what it led up to, right? You know, so just you knew that was coming and the anticipation of when's it gonna hit and then will this person be okay, yada yada, just all that. Oh my gosh, it was just a thrill ride. And they, they had just these great little moments, you know, revolving around Ahsoka and just oh, it was so good.
0: Yeah, it was it was pretty cool because yeah, you're you know, you're watching along, you're watching along and they all, you know, it's the Clone Wars, so they got that kind of that newsreel old timey opening, you know, where they, you know, that kind of thing. And then you get to those last four and it's like, they're bringing up the Lucasfilm logo. And it's like, it's it's, just, you're like, wait a minute, this is different. What, this isn't how it opens. And then, yeah, it's, it was pretty cool. And they, I I liked how they tied just about damn near everything that's been done with Star Wars together in those last four episodes. It's like, Oh, that's from solo. Oh, that's from rogue one. Oh, that's from, you know, the prequels. Oh, that's, Leading up to the originals. Oh, that's hell. That's from you know, Star Wars Rebels, the other cartoon show. That's that's from the new stuff. You know, it's it was pretty cool. It yeah. seemed like they were like tying everything together through those last four episodes of a cartoon series that's been on and off and canceled and back on and canceled again and back on. It's just like, yeah, this is there. It's almost like they're like, okay, this is it. This is the last chance we're going to get at really? this shit. So, what can we possibly do to stick the landing on this? And Yeah, I thought they did a great job with that
2: yeah i watched you know like it said off and on i caught some but for whatever reason never did so i'm glad i got to watch it and then have the build up of you know i came in right at the right time with season seven getting put out and it's just and then ending or actually starting i mean season seven on the fourth you know and it just it all worked out really cool I'm i'm glad i did it that way that's cool
0: we also, this week, so everybody catch the return of Rick and Morty last Sunday night? No, I oh still
1: yes. haven't got to watch it yet. You
0: haven't got to see it yet? Brad, no, are you oh a, Brad, are you a Rick and Morty fan at all? I've seen the first season. I haven't seen anything since then. Okay. Oh, so I'm, I'm caught up
1: on <laughs> the new episode.
0: Okay, well, we will not spoil anything other than to say that uh, it, it felt like they listened to people bitching about how long it was taking to make a show. And they kind (laughs) of threw it right back at everybody's faces. It was pretty funny. Uh, There was some, you know, it it was classic Rick and Morty. But they were definitely speaking to the audience with this one when they came back. They're like, you know what? Before we get into the rest of these episodes, let us address you motherfuckers out there that are watching and commenting (laughs) online. It was pretty funny.
1: Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, I have a Adult Swim on my TV in my bedroom, but that's the only one I have it connected to. So I forget to check it because I'm not just watching TV in bed a lot anymore. So
2: right well i love the commercial at the end of the episode where they're playing with the train yeah and uh, it tells you to go to whatever train.com he's like no seriously we put time into this go check it out i'm like all right i'll go check it out so i did it's their merch shop where you can buy all stuff i was like that's pretty funny and it's really cool if you get a chance to go to it oh yeah go to it and check it out well and i liked
0: how at the beginning they did a wendy's commercial (laughs) it was like what the fuck is this (laughs) oh god that was great
2: <laughs> get off get off the train
0: <laughs> yeah that was pretty yeah, funny yeah they
2: played it again towards the end of it or after the show or something i was like i'm watching it again that was hilarious <laughs> yeah it's <was> pretty <laughs> funny they uh
0: certainly some creative guys there and then finally the last thing i'll bring up uh the season finale season three of westworld was last sunday night Has, do we have anybody here watching and keeping up with westworld oh. at all or
1: I haven't started a new season yet, but I, I was waiting for it to finish so I could
0: get your month in. Right. Rent,
1: rent Hulu for a month, or rent HBO for a month on Hulu and right. watch it all at once.
0: Yeah. Br- Brad, are you into Westworld at all?
3: Yeah, like I, I have the original movie and I have the first season, but I, like with Rick or Morty, I guess, I just haven't seen anything since the first season. Yeah. Nice. Been meaning to while I've had time to get caught up and I just haven't taken the time to do it. Kenny, did you ever get into Westworld at all?
2: Uh, no, I actually was gonna start it, and uh then I was like, everybody was telling me that there was gonna be a season seven of Clone Wars, and that was gonna be it. So I should start watching <laughs> Clone Wars. So right. I got into watching that instead. But I do have it. I'm I'm gonna watch it.
0: Okay, well I, I won't say anything about it. Then I'll let you guys watch it as you get to so it. Then
1: yeah.
2: Now you guys were saying before on Westworld, the to not bother with the other two seasons or
1: with the movies, the... yeah,
3: the, the, mo- the original stuff like the seventies and eighties is not really relevant.
0: Yeah, to yeah, the yeah, new oh, series.
1: I've oh, heard okay. it's so, yeah. missed on who actually likes it, and it's not super important to the show.
0: Yeah, start with start with the first season. Watch it. The second season. Is important, but it's just it's just not quite as good. Um, and then the third okay. season just wrapped up, so yeah, you can get and there's what eight to ten episodes per season, so you can knock them out easily if you get a month of HBO. Like like Dakota was talking about, you can easily knock them out probably in a weekend or certainly within a, a couple of weeks. So,
2: now was the old Westworld? Was that the Yul Brenner show? Yeah.
0: yeah, it was just a movie. Yeah. yeah, where he was a robot, like a cowboy yeah. robot that went crazy and started killing people. Yeah. In, yeah, at the theme park. That. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Well, cool. No, we, I'm all covered now. All right, good to go. <laughs> well, we know you all watched, read, listened to, uh, played with things. Maybe you got out and attended something. Uh, let us know what you thought about the entertainment that you've taken in over the past week or so. Leave us a recorded message with your one-minute review on our hotline at 417-986-7842. We would love to include your one-minute review review your recorded message in a future episode here are the stories some of the stories that we've been watching this week and I'll give you guys a chance if there's something I missed uh, feel free to jump in at any time and and at the end I'll give you time to throw out your stories but uh, this one caught my eye and it's probably not the biggest story of the week but this was just kind of weird so I thought I'd lead with it Due to the coronavirus pandemic shutting down film and television production around the world, most network television series aren't able to finish their current seasons like they'd planned. Like, for example, I know The Flash, uh, the end of the season comes up on Tuesday. That's episode 19. Usually they go 22 episodes, uh, but they had to shut down because of the coronavirus. Vancouver is not open to television production right now, so they're having to wrap it up as it is. And the, and apparently they had a cliffhanger on 19 anyway. So they're like, hey, it's not the end of the world. We can make do with it. Um, well, many yeah. shows are kind of just, you know, they're trying to figure out what episode do we have done? Where can we end? What makes sense for the story? Because we're not going to get our full season in. Others like The Walking Dead have said, you know what, we're going to do the finale. It's just going to be later on down the road. It might be a couple months, but we're still going to give you that one standalone (laughs) season finale episode later on. Then there's The Blacklist over on NBC. Um, They were halfway through production on the 19th episode of the season. Again, they usually go 22, 23, um, when things got shut down. So what they're doing is they are turning to the world of animation to complete the episode they were working on and make that their finale. Uh, The upcoming season finale is titled... I'll screw this up, I'm sure, the Kazanjan Brothers, Uh, but it's going to be a mix of live action and animation when they air it on NBC. Half the episode that was filmed will be what they filmed, and then the other half of the episode is going to be turned into a comic book style animation in order to make up for the rest of the episode that they couldn't actually film. Um, the stars of the series are recording the voiceovers for it from their homes so everybody's got a microphone and their own little studio in their homes I'm sure and they're doing the voiceover stuff reading the scripts into the mics and then a team of animators and editors they've been putting it all together you know remotely from their homes and sending it to an editor to put it all together Um, pretty interesting I thought they've done comic book versions of the blacklist I guess over the years but this will be the first time they've ever tried to do like and it's not even a full episode, but an animated version of an episode. Um, that just felt weird to me. I don't know. I mean, it's cool, I guess, but yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's
3: going to be weird. Yeah.
0: I don't it's know. Like, yeah. I can't imagine what it'd be like watching
3: show. it. Been watching that show since the the first season began. And normally that's going to be completely different from anything they've ever done on there. So yeah. it'll be interesting to check.
0: I can't imagine watching the episode and being like, okay, you know, we're, yeah, 30 minutes into it you go to a commercial break when you come back you're
3: watching a cartoon now that just I, I don't know that seems weird i yeah. seen that happen before on TV shows because there was an episode of Fringe that did that with a, like when Leonard Nimoy was still alive like he had gone into retirement was only doing voice acting work But they brought him back for an episode and so suddenly that the rest of the episode was all animated so that they could have Leonard Nimoy just do Voice acting, and that was kind of weird. But at least they were all on LSD on that show. So at least
0: that's kind of a genre (laughs) show, anyway. Yeah, sci-fi twist. So you could be like, "Ah, well, you know, we'll just sci-fi explain it later." But for something like The Blacklist, I don't know. That's going to be kind of weird. They're not the only ones that have had to kind of make do uh there's a courtroom drama over on cbs called all rise it stars uh simone missick who was misty knight on the luke cage marvel netflix shows um they're recording their season finale using like zoom using video conferencing calls um i guess they're taking the fact that they can't meet in the courtroom and turning that into kind of the storyline for their season finale um, which is kind of you funny because we just talked last week about people not wearing pants to their online court meetings. So court meetings, it's, yeah. it's kind of funny. I, I wonder if will somebody will be in the suit and tie from the top up, and you know, business at <laughs> the top and party from the pant waist down.
2: <laughs> yeah, and someone else that. trying to hide the fact they're like sleeping.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, I <laughs> saw that story on. Uh, I don't remember somebody posted it or something like that, and I was like. Oh, that kind of was pretty, you know, way to go with what's going on in the times and work that into your show. I was like, I, that's pretty smart thinking. Who ever thought of that?
0: Yeah, it, people are having to adjust, so it's pretty fun, pretty cool seeing what uh, you know it feels like. And, and I'll say it, it feels like we don't have a lot of good TV right now, um, and it, that's not just the coronavirus shutting things down. Um, yeah, I was looking back this time last year, all the stuff that I was. Watching and partly because I was having to review it for a couple of different websites, but it was like, geez, we had all kinds of genre shows last May. There was at least I could think of at least ten of them that I was in some way, you know, involved in watching, covering, you know, reviewing different stuff. And there's just not much on right now. And that's not you know the coronavirus necessary. It's just a lot of shit that was out before is not out currently. Whether you know Netflix has wrapped up their Marvel stuff and. Marvel's not playing, you know, they're not doing like Runaways and Cloak and Dagger and DC Universe is really down to the bare bones minimum on what they're putting out. And even other networks, like, you know, they talked about there was going to be 40, 40 straight weeks of Walking Dead episodes between the original show, Fear the Walking Dead, and then their new spinoff. And that's all kind of out the window. And I don't know. It's just weird right now. Oh, yeah.
2: The whole Zoom thing. They did that on that Parks and Recreation special. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. And that that worked out fantastic. I mean, I was like that Yeah, that fits into the weird stuff that they showed <laughs> in anyways. So, right. Yeah, that actually I, I, loved, I loved it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, moving on on Monday, Star Wars Day, which was Monday, Disney announced that director Taika Waititi will write and direct a Star Wars movie for theatrical release. It's not like oh. a not like a direct to Disney Plus type thing. Um, right now, he's working on Thor, Love, and Thunder for Disney. So once that's done, he'll move on to the Star Wars film. So it's still a ways away. Plus, I think he's still involved uh, with The Mandalorian season two. Um, they put together a little documentary series on Disney Plus uh, that kind of goes behind the scenes on The Mandalorian. And they just, it's going to be released weekly episodes. And it's like five or six episodes. But the one they released first was on the directors from. Uh, the Mandalorian season one. And uh, that was, it was pretty cool to watch. You know, they talked to all the different directors and some of them were first time directors and, you know, some of them have been around the block a time or two. So it was pretty cool to to check that out. But uh, so I guess they're impressed enough with the stuff he's doing either, whether it's with Thor or with uh, the Mandalorian that they're going to give him his own Disney movie or I'm sorry, his yeah, own Star Wars awesome. movie at Disney.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's an awesome director.
2: Oh Yeah. And it's good that it's going to be, you know, potentially, I think they said 2023.
0: Would be the very Uh earliest, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I I think it needed a little time to breathe. Right. So, it's probably for the best anyhow, anyhow, that he wasn't able to just, you know, go right into finishing up Love and Thunder and then come right into that and knock it out and have it by, you know, the end of 2021 or whatever.
0: Right. Yeah, I think the whole franchise needs a chance to to step back for a minute and catch its breath. But, but yeah, if
1: you're going to
2: go go ahead. Well, I hope whatever he does is, you know, in that style of, you know, like how The Mandalorian was so much different, even though it had stuff we recognized, but it was that much different. And, you know, we keep bringing up the other uh, couple shows like Solo, was different but it was still in the same thing and then you know all that but I, I hope it's in that thought of give us some things we recognize but give us a whole new something to love you know
0: yeah and 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 do what Tycho does make it fun i think one of the comments he had on the uh that documentary i was talking about is he talked about you know the mandalorian doesn't take itself seriously there's humor and goofy shit in it but it one hundred percent believes in itself. Like this is the world these guys are in. It takes itself seriously in that respect. But then you've got people, you know, punching Baby Yoda in a saddlebag and you know giffy shit like that. <laughs> so, so hopefully, I it feels like it feels like if you're gonna, you know, they've talked about you know, so and so's getting a Star Wars movie, so and so's getting a Star Wars trilogy. We're gonna give these guys two movies, You know, if you're gonna throw a, the next movie out there after you know some. Fairly disappointing, you know the last few. It makes sense that if you're going, your next one ought to be from somebody you trust, and that that moviegoers trust to put out a quality product. So hopefully that'll be the next time we see Star Wars in the theater will be the Taika Waititi movie. Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah, agreed. Don't just show up to collect the check. Put your heart into it. Yeah, exactly.
0: Extraction. Has anybody seen Extraction over on Netflix starring uh, Chris Hemsworth? Since we're talking Thor.
3: I haven't yet. It's in my Netflix queue, but I haven't gotten around to it quite yet. Yeah, same. I just put it in the queue two days ago.
1: I don't want to be like everybody else, but same. (laughs) Very good. I'll
0: I'll tell you what. I've done the same thing. It's sitting in my queue too. Uh, Extraction has become Netflix's biggest original movie with 90 million people watching the movie to date. And the way they do that is that you have to have watched, I think it was only like two minutes, but you have to, if you spend at least two minutes watching the movie, they consider that somebody watching the movie. Um, But 90 million people have watched the movie to date. It's the largest opening for a Netflix film prior to this the biggest opening was Michael Bay's Six Underground which had 83 million views in its first four weeks of release so extraction considerably bigger even than you know six underground was after a month so
2: now are they counting the watching it the that trailer that pops up no that's not,
0: no no because <laughs> no, you don't have a choice in that <laughs> that's anybody that has a Netflix account has to watch that yeah <laughs>
2: I was going
0: to say, because I watched that. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, 90, <laughs> no, no, not that. Not counting that one. Okay. Uh, so this one is in the news and we'll talk about it. It's kind of reigniting a discussion that we can either have or we can decide not to have. Um, but Stephanie Meyer, who is the author of the Twilight novels, is going to release a new entry in the Twilight novel franchise. Midnight Sun is the name of the book. It tells the story of Twilight from the point of view of the sparkly vampire, Edward Cullen. Um, so it's just, it's the same story, but from his point of view instead of the girl's point of view. The manuscript for this actually leaked in 2008, um, which she didn't care for that. So she said she wasn't going to publish it. Uh, 12 years later, she's you know, nobody's talking about twilight and she's <laughs> probably blown through a little bit of cash in, in those 12 years. So she's ready to get oh. that horny mom money again. So now she's ready to put out the book that released that, uh, that leaked 12 years mm-hmm. ago, um, which is, you know, it is what it is. It's her. She wrote it. You might as well get paid for it, but the yeah. announcement refuels the whole discussion regarding the relationship between an artist and their works um, specifically I guess and I've not read the Twilight novels I've not seen the Twilight movies It just doesn't seem like my thing maybe if I sat down and watched them I'd be wrong maybe they would be my thing but it doesn't seem like it would be mine um, but apparently the books in particular and I guess the movies to an extent and I haven't followed this as closely maybe as I could have or should have or you know it's been a while uh, but apparently she you know she is I guess for lack of a better term very bigoted, (laughs) overtly racist in her stuff. Um, And so folks who even, you know, were big fans of the books before are like, yeah, I wouldn't touch this with, you know, (laughs) with, you couldn't pay me to read these now.
1: Like she's bigoted in the books or in the, yeah, I guess,
0: I guess everything (laughs) apparently it's all, you know, she, she didn't, she didn't write any people of color into the books because she didn't think people of color would live in the Pacific Northwest. Which is kind of oh, wow. a, a goofy thing to say. Um, the
2: people of live all over the world. <laughs> oh, no, apparently they don't <laughs>
0: live in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, the, oh, the, oh. the werewolf tribe is Native Americans, and I guess you know they're like the dogs. And I, I, I guess the way she writes about <laughs> stuff, and I, apparently, um, when it came time to cast the movies, she was very vocal that, um, we don't have people of color in these movies because that that wouldn't happen in the Pacific Northwest. That's only white people that live here, and the whole you know the purity of the white race kind of shit that I guess is in the books. I don't know. I again, I'm not read them. A lot of this discussion took place, you know, a, a decade or more ago. Um, but seeing I
1: feel like it- some people want, want to draw conclusions out of things mm-hmm. that might not be there, but.
0: Yeah, it sounds like she's pretty I, I much been on. on the record, though. <laughs> I, I guess she's, <laughs> yeah, that's she's been, good, on, yeah, yeah, she's been on the record uh, with her, and, and she, you know, part of it's to give her a little bit of benefit of the doubt, kind of like where you were leading Dakota. I think, yeah, um, you know, she's very Mormon, um, which is very traditional in some of their beliefs. I guess would be the right way to say it. Um, so, giving her a little bit of benefit of the doubt, maybe she just doesn't know any better, um, but at the same time ignorance isn't a good excuse for being an yeah. asshole i don't know
2: um so but you know, but, but the question it comes down sorry. to yeah go ahead it's it's 2020 they're the not knowing better thing. <laughs> that's that's not an excuse anymore. Right. No, no.
0: Again, I was, I was saying that only <laughs> as a, hey, let's, if we were going to give her the benefit of the doubt, maybe we could say yeah. that, you know, I don't yeah. know. But it, it, but the, the oh. bigger the question, because it's not just these books, um, folks have gone back and said, well, you know, if you read the Harry Potter books, they're pretty uh, shitty as well in certain aspects. And then, of course, uh, J.K. Rowling has come out as having said some pretty shitty things herself um, that reinforce some of the shittiness in her book. You know, we've got actors who are charged and, you know, alleged with things and charged with things. You know, some people are like, well, you know, you can't, you know, cancel culture or whatever. You can't, you know, put them in things going forward now that we know this shit about them. But then you go back and it's like, well, can I still enjoy watching this other stuff before I knew what this person was doing? Maybe even before they were doing shitty things. So it's kind of reignited that whole can you separate the person who's making the stuff from you know the the stuff that they're making because like for example I really like the usual suspects and I think Kevin Spacey's a shithole of a human being so you know can can you still can you still enjoy the movie? I can personally because I can turn that reality part off, but at the same time, I, if he was casting something new, would I necessarily go watch it? Not necessarily, but I mean, I'm not giving him any more money by watching something I already own. So it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a discussion and there's no right or wrong answers, but there's a lot of, uh, opinions, I guess. And heated opinions about all that.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead Dakota. I, 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 see, I've had this, not really discussion or argument with anyone, it's more, been more of a discussion in my, my own head because I had the Kevin Spacey argument with someone at one point a couple years ago about, like, how can you support him knowing what he's done? Like, like you said, I mean, it's one thing to go back and watch something that you just had nostalgia for the movie, but at least moving forward, it'd be good not to support him. Right. But, it, but it's different for everyone. I mean people still love Michael Jackson's music, even though it seems pretty obvious he's done some shady stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just found out like a month ago that Jackie Chan is kind of a fucking piece of shit. And I love Shanghai noon and Shanghai <laughs> nights and rush hour. And right. So like, it's hard to say, I'll never go back and watch those movies again and take a moral high ground at the same. It, it's just a weird, it's a weird area to be in as a consumer. Not so much as Rude- but they're ass- obviously well- wrong, but,
3: I'm going to ask you what horrible shit you heard about Jackie Chan, but part of me doesn't really want.
1: To... <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to ruin the
3: illusion, yeah. <laughs> Bye, David, don't ruin Jackie Chan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, that's how I felt too. I was like, "Don't do this to me." But <laughs> apparently, he's a uh, he's a pretty big jerk. He hasn't raped anyone, fortunately. <laughs> well, I that's mean, good. <laughs>
0: or at least we haven't yeah. heard about it if he has. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: <laughs> it's not out in the open if he has, but yeah. he's a pretty bad dad and a pretty big proponent of Chinese communism when they're in the wrong. A lot of times right? it's a whole weird thing. So well, me off, but... another
0: another good example of this, like there was a New York times article this week that came out about Val Kilmer and Val Kilmer, you know, ruined people's careers in the eighties and nineties. And by all accounts was a complete asshole to work with, but man, I love some of those movies that he's in, you know? So it's, it's, again, yeah. it's, can you separate, you know, does that mean I would run out and support whatever he's doing now? not necessarily because he's an asshole but does that diminish or should it diminish you know watching something that you know he did 25 35 years ago I you know I don't know
2: uh, still so gonna watch so i don't give a shit <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> the way i've looked at it is pretty much how i've looked at it forever and i'm sure Joey has heard me say this many times i, I don't care what the person has done as far as, like, yes, if it's something wrong, I, that's not right. But what I'm saying is, it doesn't affect how I feel about, like, the at the time of probably Joey first hearing me say this kind of stuff, is about music. You know, what the artist does in their personal time, I don't care. Just put out good music that I like. Right. And as far as anything like, you know, Val Kilmer or anybody like that, what they do, I don't look at it as I'm supporting them I look at it as you know one I want to be entertained two if I'm supporting anybody it's the people that got to do the set design and the costumes and the supporting actors and actresses and you know all that now if I'm specifically going out to see a Val Kilmer or you know whatever documentary about their life then yeah I would be supporting them (laughs) right but as far as something they did, I, you know, what they did in their personal life, no matter what shitty or whatever, that's not my concern. I'm going strictly for the product they're putting out as because, again, if it, if it supports the other people and gets them employed again and all that, then great, you know, but, you know, I can, in my personal life, go, yeah, you know, so-and-so was a dick for doing this or whatever, but. That's that's how I've always looked at it. So I guess I've always been able to separate the person from the product. So
3: yeah, you kind of have to. Uh, <laughs> with Harvey Weinstein, like he produced so many movies over his career. To all accounts, he is absolutely, without a doubt, a piece of shit. But I'm still going to watch Goodwill Hunting because there were hundreds of people who worked on that movie that put their heart and soul into it and made a great movie. And same thing with anything that Kevin Spacey ever did. Like, I'm still going to watch LA confidential just because everyone else in that movie is amazing.
2: And to that, you got to go, okay, Harvey Weinstein is never going to make a movie again. There's probably right. zero chance. Kevin Spacey probably won't get much work, you know, due to that kind of stuff. So you may not have to worry about would you, or would you not? Cause there just may not be that opportunity for him, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, the last piece of news that I've got here, and we've got some other stuff that folks have sent us uh, this week as well, but I, don't know, I assume you guys have heard Elon Musk and singer oh Grimes have spawned and named their offspring, something completely incomprehensible. Uh, you know, it's part of his branding. He's branding his child with something that people can't say. Um, it, you know, I, I think it's bad when parents go out on a limb to, I mean, to name their kids stuff that's just ridiculous. It's like, you know, there's, you know, I, I'm not going to tell you how to name your child, but, you know, <laughs> to, to put a little thought into it. Um, besides, well, It might be
1: like a Boy Named Sue situation, though.
0: Well, I don't know, because, you know from from all accounts, cool. Elon Musk is kind of a jackass anyway, and this yeah. is just yeah. him you know doing a publicity stunt kind of thing with his child's name, um, which is not the way you get publicity for yourself is by starting off your life as a dad by being a complete jackass, but yeah.
2: Well, on top of the other things that he's done recently, yeah, it's like, dude, it's like he planted a tree, watched it grow, just so he could burn it down. It's yeah. like, what, what's the point, dude? Just stop while you're ahead. Yeah,
0: I'm sure he'll be back on Joe Rogan's podcast to talk all about it in the near future. Oh, and by well, the he, way, <laughs> I guess uh, Elon Musk is involved with NASA. And Tom Cruise, I guess they're gonna be filming a movie on the International Space Station. Don't know what the movie's about. Know where it's gonna be filmed, at least in part. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be filming at least part of a movie with Tom Cruise in outer space. <laughs> so the is
2: Tom Cruise, man. He's hey, <laughs> dude. He's, <laughs> he, he just he's, does whatever the fuck he wants. His life. <laughs> well he's just gonna finish out his life on a spacecraft heading through the universe, and he's just gonna film that.
0: Maybe that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna grab the uh whatever the fucking mannequin or robot or whatever it was they put in the Tesla and launched into space. Maybe they're gonna like swap swap Tom Cruise out for that and just be like, "All right, guys, I'm done." He just rides off, floats off into the you know into the cosmos. People Should are you like, here? you know, you're gonna run out of oxygen in like an hour and a half. He's like, "I'm I'm fine. Whatever. Fuck it." Well, he he better be
2: happy with being done because there's not much else he can do to top that. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Uh, yeah,
3: maybe
0: it's yeah, maybe it's for the next Mission Impossible movie. I don't know. He always throws some shit together for those. So
3: he may be a bit nuts, but I mean, he kind of envy his bucket list filmography here. For pretty much every movie he does, he's just marking something off, something else off of his bucket list. I like, kind of. Gotta give him props for
0: that. Yeah, he's getting a studio to pay for doing the shit that he wants to do. He's like,
3: I'm gonna pay for my trip to space. Yeah,
0: I've never free-fallen from space before. I'll get the studio to pay for that, and we'll just film it and put it in the next Mission Impossible.
2: Exactly. (laughs)
0: Whatever it takes, man. And in other news, there's one story that absolutely captivated and captured the nation's attention this week. With all the shit going on, this is the the turd that was polished up and shown the brightest, I guess, in the pile. This story comes from Ogden, Utah. A Utah Highway Patrol trooper got a surprise when he pulled over a driver who was swerving so badly he thought the driver wasn't drunk. He thought the driver needed medical attention. Trooper Rick Morgan said, Adrian Zam, I'm going to I'll mess up the name. Zemaripa, sure, why not, who turns, si- turns six years old next month, did not respond to lights, but pulled over when he hit his sirens on Interstate 15 in Ogden on Monday. Trooper said, quote, I approached the vehicle and I was expecting to find somebody who needed an ambulance or paramedics, Morgan said. But when the window came down, Morgan said it was pretty clear that it was, quote, a very underage driver behind the wheel. The the boy, who's five, was sitting on the edge of his seat to reach the brake pedal, the trooper said. The fact that he got the fucking car stopped is amazing to me. He he was sitting on the edge of his seat. He had his foot on the brake. When asked, Morgan said Adrian told him he was going to his sister's house in California. Oh, okay. The boy then told another trooper that he wanted to buy a Lamborghini when he got there. And then he flashed open his wallet showing a crisp Three one dollar bills. <laughs> so so he, he he was he was just going to California. Apparently he had made a deal with a guy. He was gonna buy a Lamborghini for three bucks once he got there. Uh in Craig's list. Exactly. <laughs> His parents were kind. His parents were contacted. They came and took custody of their son and the vehicle. Adrian has long dreamed of owning his own Lamborghini, and he spends hours watching videos of the luxury sports cars racing. His sister, Sydney Estrada, told the Desert News. On Tuesday, a local Lamborghini owner treated Adrian to rides up and down the street with the boy in the passenger seat. He didn't hand him the wheel and tell him, sure, here you go, kid, take it for a spin.
2: Yeah, he couldn't have drove the Lamborghini either. Those things are hard to drive.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the fact that what? a five-year-old could get out and get that far down the interstate and get pulled over when the cop hit the sirens that that's fucking impressive know. i've got a kid right now yeah. that i'm teaching to drive he's 15 and i don't know that he would be right. as cool and composed as this five-year-old was
3: yeah there's no way to it that he didn't crash it.
0: no shit that's what i'm saying he got i mean i don't care where you live you don't have a house where your driveway is on the interstate all right, so he got he got onto the interstate. He hit he used an on-ramp to get on the interstate and was driving down the what road.
2: Awesome.
0: Yeah, he just driving down the road, doing his thing. Yeah, you
3: know the kid was driving horrendously oh, cuz yeah. the troopers first thought was, okay, this person's swerving. I they're don't think, a heart attack. think this person's driving. they're swerving so bad there's got to be something wrong.
0: You know what at this point a 5-year-old I don't I'm I'm going to give him that. I'm going to give him the swerve. I don't care about that. The <laughs> dude got on the interstate. He didn't take his eyes off the road to see the lights were on. He's still looking ahead driving. It was only when the guy hit the sirens that he's like, "Oh shit, I got to get pulled over." And, and oh, he did not ready the car. And yeah, and he got pulled over. The officer was able to go up and, you know, roll down the window and shit. I mean, he didn't it wasn't like it was still kind of rolling slowly on the shoulder of the road or anything. It was like uh, the kid did, did a pretty fucking good job
2: i like to think that the other utah drivers are like yep same shit different day
0: <laughs> is that adrian yeah i heard he's headed out to california to get a lamborghini <laughs> hope he brought his yeah, wallet there's,
2: <laughs> there's something else i want to know <laughs> Has anybody checked with the dude that was going to sell a five-year-old Lamborghini <laughs> for three bucks? I mean, I'm just saying the, the the pedophile police may want to check in with
1: us. <laughs> Don't this might be a Alfred, Cheney, Alfredo and Sprite situation all over again. <laughs> it
2: it yeah. could be. I got a
3: Hot yeah,
0: Wheels yeah, Lamborghini that, for I you. Got, it's
3: got a new MO. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a new MO. It's like, well, the Alfredo and Sprite didn't work. Maybe I'll try tempting him with a Lambo.
2: <laughs>
0: you never know. You
2: know? That works on adult people, so, uh, you know, go go that route.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, let us know what you think of the top stories each and every week. If we use your suggestion, we'll give you a shout-out in an upcoming episode. Today, we got some top stories uh, on Facebook. Caleb Smothers sent us this one. I'll just read you guys the headline because I think it says everything that needs to be said. Black Mirror Creator. So we're talking about the Black Mirror series on Netflix. Black Mirror Creator says the world is too bleak right now for Season 6 to happen. So I guess the the folks behind Black Mirror, which, you know, Black Mirror is kind of a – I mean, you got to be in the right kind of frame of mind to watch Black Mirror.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, how (laughs) fucked is it when the Black Mirror creators are like, this is too dark for even us.
0: (laughs) No shit. For them to be like, you know, I think we're just going to hold off on this one. We'll let you guys recover. (laughs) Um, yeah, so thanks Caleb for that. And then I saw this one and I threw it out there and I did it late in the day, so we didn't get a lot of responses. And that's that's just the timing of it. I threw the shit out there. I was like, hey guys, respond to this if you get a chance. Um, there's a story that heavy canna- heavy cannabis use is linked to genetic changes. So if you're a heavy smoker, heavy ingester of cannabis, apparently it changes your DNA. Uh, the cannabis, the you know, the compounds that the cannabis does. It literally, people are becoming mutants. It's like X Men shit from smoking and edibles and shit. So, the question I put out was, uh, what if, 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 if folks are turning into mutants from cannabis, what are their X Men superpowers? And Dakota responded, Do you remember what you put on there, Dakota?
1: Yeah, superhuman apathy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah fuck it. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything. Uh, and then Caleb. Caleb Smothers uh, again on Facebook responded, "You can run through walls, but only fifty percent of the time. So, yeah, you got to get your ass up off the couch and get going." So,
1: it's a real min- minister goat situation there.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, thanks again, Caleb, for that as well. Send us your suggestions on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast. <laughs> Links to our social media accounts and more at popgoestheculture.com. Last week's pop quiz, that was not the pop quiz. That was just a a funny thing I threw out (laughs) there that I saw today. Last week's pop quiz was, what in entertainment and pop culture are you most looking forward to returning to normal after this whole pandemic thing ends? We threw some choices out there here, asked you to vote. Here are the results. In fourth place with 0% of the votes, nobody voted for this was getting new comics in comic book stores and i think maybe what contributed to that was the fact that we actually got some comics from DC comics this last week so maybe that wasn't as exciting because we got some comics so it's not it's yeah. not it's not like it's we're still waiting for this shit uh, tied in or i'm sorry in third place with 20% of the votes was watching movies in the theater i spoke with a friend of the show uh, some folks at the Alamo Draft House yeah they've alamos made a lot of changes in the last week um new ceo uh the whole uh birth movies death which runs a lot of the pre-movie stuff for them uh, a lot of the merchandising through mondo and stuff they sold that off to a publisher that does like fangoria and a few other magazines like that so um a little different (laughs) when the alamo comes back and she said that they were hoping uh, for sometime in July when you know, new movies return to the theaters that um, it might be a slightly different look to the way the Alamo operates. I don't know. They're, they're still trying to figure that out as well. Um, yes. Yeah, actually, I, I think... To... Go ahead,
2: Brad.
3: The Alamo, I just saw today that they are partnering with some company to launch a video-on-demand service as well. So yes. So it changes yeah, they're doing
0: video on demand. At least I, I, I've got to imagine if you're putting those kind of resources into it, you're expecting to do that longer than just between now and July because that's two months. Um, I'm thinking that maybe, yeah. they, maybe they're going to use that for some of their, you know, the Elmo's really good about throwing old stuff on the screen. So I'm thinking maybe that you know some of the some of the themed stuff like Terror Tuesdays and you know things like that. Maybe they're gonna throw it out there on the, on demand as well, which would be, it makes sense if people are now getting to the point where they're like, you know what? I, I don't have to leave the house to watch a movie. Then yeah, you, you want to be somebody in that realm. If you, if you're a movie theater, you know, you, you want to make sure you get your income coming both ways, both people showing up and people staying at home, watching movies.
1: Yeah. Oh, go ahead.
2: No, no, I was just going to say, you know, just for me, I, I was going to the movies a little more regularly, Right. And I was, I was enjoying it stuff, but honestly, now that I've had the breakaway from it, I don't care if I go back. I mean, I'll go like, there's some things that I would want to see, you know, like, you know, in 2023, when, you know, Star Wars <laughs> comes out, You know, right. but there'll be stuff before that, that i am probably, I would like to go see, but I mean, you're looking at, you know, you're still going to have to be even in the Alamo with the big cushy seats, you're still going to have to be at least one person away I would think. So, yeah, there's uh,
0: there's talk that yeah. theaters that are reopening are doing like if you're if you buy two seats, you can get two seats together, but then it's like there's nobody's buying the seats in you know in a circle around you. Um or if you buy one ticket, you know, or whatever, so yeah, it's it's going to be different when things reopen anyhow.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean my whole thought is yeah, I know like the trolls thing kind of proved a lot that we don't really need theaters. Right. They don't need theaters. People don't really need theaters. And I agree. I mean, I I think you save a lot of money by watching it at home, even if it's 20 bucks for rent versus the five when it's already on DVD. I mean, 20 bucks, you can't take a, like I could take me and my wife for 20 bucks, but I mean, if I want to take my kid or something like that, I'm right. I'm already past that mark.
0: Yeah. Or if you get anything besides just the tickets, you're over 20 bucks. So
1: yeah, exactly. But I mean, As far as Alamo goes, I mean, a lot of the fun that they do isn't even showing new movies anyways. Like you said, it's the, I mean, the movie parties are a blast. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been to the Big Lebowski one and the Crazy Rich Asians one. My parents went to the uh, Blazing Saddles one, had a great time. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, (laughs) if they marketed just that way, they could probably still make a pretty good profit.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. You know, there was, for a while, there was a whole cottage industry of dollar movies. You know, you go... You know the movies that were they hey they'd been in the theaters for a month they're about to get pulled. You know here's you know we'll we'll show them for two weeks here at the theaters and you know your tickets a buck or a buck fifty or two fifty or whatever the case is. So
2: oh yeah. no I watched so many movies that I didn't even give a shit about. But I'm like fuck it's a dollar who cares? Yeah
0: exactly it's yeah. like it's on and I'm drunk so let's just sit here mm-hmm. in the theater. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly <laughs> I mean I'm you just saying. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's how it was and it was like okay, what's on what's on right now? What's starting next at 11:55? Okay, I'm watching that. Here's my dollar. I'm going to go sober up for 2 hours.
2: <laughs> uh, dude, we used to me and Mikey used to go and watch the uh Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah. We watched that every night for 3 weeks. I'm not I'm not talking like took the weekend off. I mean 7 days a week. We went for 3 weeks cuz it was a dollar. So it's like who cares?
0: <laughs> Those shit you yeah. can't get cable for a dollar. So yeah, go. Yeah. Fuck cable. Get <laughs> off work, go get home, get cleaned up and go to the dollar show. And tied for first place, each got 40% of the vote, was getting back to a regular TV streaming release schedule. And we talked about that a little bit earlier. And also tied with that, the return of conventions and live events. Uh, A lot of conventions that were looking at, like, you know, hey, we rescheduled for August and September. A lot of those are now starting to go, well, we'll see you in 2021. So, you know, it's, and when they do come back, next year probably it, uh, again it's probably going to be different it's you know it's not going to be elbows to assholes and you know it's it's probably going to have to be some sort of you know s- the stand here in line and let's space this out or or when you buy your ticket you tell them what time you're going to show up and you can get in during that block of time or something like that you know where yeah. they can kind yeah, of stagger it.
2: I, I think that's a big reason of why a lot of them are like, no, we're not going to do it later this year because, I mean, they were talking about, you know, even like concerts and stuff. They're like, yeah, we're going to have them, but you're going to have to sit three seats away from other people. So, right. I mean, that many seats, that's, you know, that much money that the venue lost and the performers the same way with the mm-hmm. con, if they can't have, you know, 10 to 20,000 people a day walking through there, then they're going to be losing a lot of money and vendors won't want to come because there won't be as many people. And so they're probably just thinking, let's give it a year. Fingers crossed that, you know, this will, you know, go away. And I don't know.
0: Yeah, a lot of a lot of conventions, and I know our local convention, VisionCon, did this last weekend. VisionCon was supposed to be last weekend, um, but they mm-hmm. went online. They did like a virtual VisionCon. A lot of a lot of the same type of stuff you would get as far as programming goes at a convention, like panels with you know guests and stuff. Um, A lot of conventions are going that route. I've seen a lot of conventions doing a, hey, we're doing online, you know, we've got our normal hosts who show up for the convention for that weekend. They're hosting, like, Zoom meetings with, you know, the actors from this or the comic book writers from this or, you know, whatever. So there's a lot of convention-type stuff out there. But, yeah, it's not the same. You don't get, you know, that feeling of, you know, 10, 15, 20,000 people under one roof and that buzz and walking around, looking at all the cool shit and like, Oh my God, what's that person dressed as? I don't know. I recognize it, but I don't know what the fuck it is. And, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's different. Uh, I mean, the conventions are doing the best they can and they're trying to throw something out there, but um, it's certainly not the same as being everybody under one roof. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, thanks to everyone who voted and those who commented, we'll have another pop quiz for you a little bit later on the show along with where you can vote in that pop quiz for this week. Coming up, we are going to be talking Mother's Day. Mother's Day is a Sunday and a whole lot more Don't Go Anywhere. We'll be right back, right after this.
2: Hello, friends. My name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter podcast, I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together we have a nice little chat before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know, and for sure, several that you do. And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast.
0: So, I've, uh... I've got the quarantine diet going on, which is eat every fucking thing in the house <laughs> with the kid, yeah. with the kids and the wife baking stuff constantly, cookies, brownies, cakes, breads, and stuff. And then we've had some stress eating going on the last few nights um, because we've had some oh, medical yeah. things to deal with. And then we've got today's my oldest daughter, my middle child's birthday, one day after Dakota's. So we, we're doing the birthday thing. Yeah. And, it, and because we have to kind of like stagger it all, it's like three days of birthday. So it's like two months of quarantine carb loading and then a week of stress eating and then like three days of birthday eating so like by the time the weekend rolls around i'm gonna probably be be a good you know 15 pounds heavier than when we went into this thing so
2: well this funny yeah go ahead oh no i was just gonna say i've I've actually been getting out and we'll take one of the dogs and me and my daughter will walk around, you know, two, three, four blocks, and then we'll come home, switch out the other dog, and go walk another, you know, two, three, four blocks. And yeah. we're actually like, we bought a big ass industrial smoothie maker. Yeah, I saw your and, pictures uh, of that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you have to like rip start it like a glomboer.
2: Oh, dude, it's every bit of a beast, man. It. it <laughs> The pictures don't do it justice, but that's why I put the Keurig next to it right. so people can kind of get a visual. <laughs> yeah, But, oh my gosh, dude, it makes amazing. I mean, smoothies are just, there's no pulp. There's no nothing left. It's just perfect. So we've been drinking those and, you know, eating a lot better. And so I, I don't know. I, I feel like I've lost some weight and then I'm growing my, you know, cheesy... Quarantine beard, you know. So, but outside of that, you know, it hasn't affected me because now, don't get me wrong. Like the first couple weeks, I thought I would come out of this thing probably fifty pounds heavier (laughs) right we were eating stupid shit, you know. And just I was like, okay, this has got to stop. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, I'm gonna kill myself with the crap eating. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to.
0: I'm looking forward to birthday time being over so i can get back to eating and moving and trying to get back out of, the, out of these habits that i'm in right now well All let's right. <laughs> let's jump back into this this weekend in pop culture history may 9th 1865 u.s patent don't you don't remember shit u.s patent <laughs> number 47631 was issued to richard jordan gatling for the
2: coronavirus,
0: no, for the oh, no. Gatling gun, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really exist. No, <laughs> for the Gatling oh, gun, the first to successfully so combine a high firing rate and ease of loading into a single device, 1865, right at the tail end of the Civil War. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Damn,
2: it's probably was, a good thing it was that late. Yeah,
1: oh, <laughs> yeah you, we saved a lot of people's lives by waiting that long,
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of them out there, mainly for that reason because you know, it was pretty much towards the end. So Right, they didn't the have the a production huge production of them. Of them. Yeah. Yeah, and by the by the time something more significant came around, they've already they advanced, you know, lighter weight, you know, and yep. everything like that. So the gatling gun kind of went by the wayside, but God I want one so bad. Yeah.
0: May ninth, eighteen eighty-seven, Buffalo Bills Wild West show opened in London, England. That was kind of the, you know, they took Buffalo Bill out of the prairie and put him in a fucking traveling sideshow circus kind of shooting demonstration thing. And that brought the whole cowboy culture to the world, I guess.
2: Made him shower once
0: a week. Yeah. I remember reading about how, you know, they would put like rattlesnakes on the stage with him and he would like shoot them and shoot them in the head every time. And then like somebody somebody pointed out that, it's not that fucking hard because he was shooting a 44 and those bullets <laughs> okay. move slow enough that a rattlesnake with the rattlesnakes were actually striking at the bullet that was coming at them. So all he had to do was just fire in the general direction of the snakes and it, they would strike oh, yeah. at the bullet and they would shoot, you know, shoot their, blow their heads off. But it made him look okay. like he was some sort of expert marksman that could just fire him off the hip and turn it and spinning and call all kinds of shit. And it's like, no, no, the snakes are just striking at the slow ass bullets. I have to cover a little roof. Yeah. May 9th. Hey, it was still sad. Oh, I'm sure. I was watching all the snakeheads go flying. May 9th, <laughs> 1893, the first motion picture exhibition was presented by Thomas Edison in Brooklyn, New York. It was an audience of 400 people at the Department of Physics at the Brooklyn Institute in Brooklyn, New York, using his kin... kin- God, I can't even speak tonight kinetograph uh that was the first motion picture 1893 what was the motion picture he showed uh it was a nudie film
3: i think it's a video of him on his in his private time. Yeah,
1: and it was backdoor Slug <laughs> seven. Yeah, it's what it was. <laughs> Which I don't
0: know how they got the first six out because there wasn't a theater or a way to show it at the theater before that. But you the know. first six were all flip books. <laughs> Maybe so yeah. the little they Nickelodeon machines. Yeah,
2: well, wasn't that machine though? Like you put a whole bunch of slides. Yeah, and you it? just cranked it by hand. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it'd be just like that.
0: <laughs> yep, just like a flip book. May 9th, 1914, although referred to since the late 1800s, U.S. President Woodrow Wilson proclaimed the first Mother's Day holiday on that date, May 9th, 1914. we got Mother's Day coming up this week. We're going to talk about that a little bit more here in a little bit. May 9th, 1958, Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo had its world premiere in San Francisco. Anybody a Hitchcock fan, Brad? If anybody here would be, it would be you. Are you a Hitchcock
3: fan, Brad? I've seen a number of his films. Have you seen? I have Vertigo? to go back. I have technically, but I wasn't <laughs> alone when I saw it, and so I don't remember much of the movie. <laughs> I <laughs> just wanted <laughs> to go back and rewatch. I'm,
0: I'm not going to ask you to elaborate on that. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. We'll just leave it sitting out there.
1: Well, if it's <laughs> anything like his brother, he was busy dumping her mid movie, so. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, that's not what
0: I'm doing, but it's fine. <laughs> May ninth. May 9th, 1960, the FDA approved the world's first commercially produced birth control pill, and people have not stopped bitching since. That was May 9th, 1960. It's terrible though. It's terrible that we let women be in control of their sex, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's super fucked up, really.
0: Yeah, I can't believe we ever went along with that. <laughs> May 9th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There went half our listening audience like, fuck you guys. No, we're kidding. We're kidding. <laughs> no, we, you, you you just have sex with whoever you want. Just be safe. May yep. 9th, 1992, the golden girls aired their series finale. The end of the golden girls on May 9th, 1992. You still watch the shit out of some golden girls back in the day.
2: I still watch a little. while. Uh, <laughs> do you now? Over, well, that's, uh, you, know, you know, through their windows and stuff. Is that what we're talking? Oh, the no, show. No. Yeah, the show.
1: <laughs> <We> <laughs> yeah, Golden no, but... Shower Girls. Yeah, that's
2: different altogether.
0: <laughs> that's on Pornhub.
2: <laughs> the wife loves watching the Golden Girls, so uh, every once in a while, while she's sitting there, I'll find it on that whatever, that sh- one channel that plays a bunch of that stuff. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I actually enjoy this show quite a bit.
0: Yeah. May 10th, moving on. May 10th, 1887. U.S. President Rutherford B. Hayes was the White House has the White House's first telephone installed in what prior to that had been the telegraph room. And here we are all of these many years later, and you can't get the cell phone out of the fucking president's hand. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. May 10th, 1893. The United States.
2: Enjoy-
0: What's that? I was
2: going to
0: say, Joey's on fire tonight. Joey's got no time for nobody's shit tonight. May 10th, 1893, the United States Supreme Court ruled in Nix versus Hedden that a tomato is a vegetable, not a fruit, under the Tariff Act of 1883. Now, scientifically, it is a fruit. Uh, but this was for transportation purposes. They had, they classified it as a vegetable. The fact that the Supreme Court had to weigh in on that uh, is pretty fucking mind boggling
2: to me. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty crazy. I did not know that was a thing.
0: Not only was it a thing, but they took this fruit and said it's a vegetable because, you know, Supreme Court. And finally, May 10th. 1975 not too long ago Sony's Betamax the first home video cassette recorder went on sale in Japan Did you ever have a Betamax Kenny or were you straight up a VHS guy uh,
2: I had one but or Did you ever because, Did you
0: ever have a laser disc that's a whole other question but go ahead
2: and answer your <laughs> Well the both of those I can say yes but they were given to me right. Because uh, when VHS came out uh, my friend's parents they were switching over and they were just gonna throw it out and i was like well, i'll take it and so they had i don't know 20 25 movies you know so i hooked it up for a little while but we had we had already had like my grandma worked for Zenith, so we had like the top of the line like an 800 vhs you know thing that would record and you could pull in scrambled channels and shit like that so nice that was way more important
0: Oh yeah, but, the scrambled uh, channels. Yeah, for a yeah, young man yeah. just finding himself
2: <laughs> in the yeah, world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And then the laser disc. Um, I was at a apartment complex, and they, this person was moving and was throwing them all out because they're like, "Oh, this is stupid." I was like, "I'll take it." So I had one for a while. and Ended up selling them all to somebody. I don't remember, but
3: yeah, for some reason Curtis owns Jurassic Park on laser disc, and I don't know how the fuck he plans to even watch it.
0: <laughs> he just owns it. Yeah, I got no yeah. way to play this shit, but I've got the I've got the fucking laser disc. Oh, I,
2: I kept Pink, I had Pink Floyd The Wall on laser disc for the longest time, and everybody's like, "That's pretty cool," but you're never going to get to watch it. And I was like, "Yeah, you're right." So I think I put <laughs> it on. I, I'll mark uh, Craigslist or something. Sold it to somebody.
0: Nice. And that yeah, like you said, that's some high dollar shit. If somebody's throwing out a Betamax with like twenty. 20- cassettes that's fucking that was some good money back in the days and that's like 1970s 1980s money
2: yeah but everybody that we lived around kind of was like they for some reason they all wanted like the newest right and hit this thing and everything else was like well that's old that's garbage kind of stuff you know well that was that
0: that was the 80s (laughs) yeah everybody had to have the biggest and the best and the
2: newest but yeah, they all did a lot of cocaine. <laughs> 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 Woo,
0: <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Birthdays this weekend. Saturday, May the 9th, actress Candace Bergen, you may remember her from the TV show Murphy Brown, turns yep. 74 years uh-huh. old. Singer uh-huh. Billy Joel turns 71 years old.
2: Yeah, crotchety old bat. Yeah, if, you,
0: if you'd asked me uh, between the two, I wouldn't have guessed they were only three years apart between those two. Also,
2: yeah, Bill the bigger bitch of the two. <laughs>
0: you know shit. Actress Rosario Dawson turns 41 years old. And so uh, does, so yeah, Rosario Dawson. So does mm-hmm. musician Andrew WK. He turns 41 years old on Saturday as well.
2: Is he still a thing?
0: Uh, I don't know. Every once in a while, somebody'll his name will pop up in something, but he's not the thing he thought he was. I guess a while back. No. Sunday, May the tenth, pro wrestler Tito Santana turns sixty-seven years old. Bono, Bono from U two turns sixty years old. Writer. Yeah, uh, shit lately yeah <laughs> writer yeah. john scalzi turns 51 years old and keenan thompson from saturday night live turns 42 years old on sunday may the 10th that makes me feel old to know that keenan thompson is 42 years old i don't know why but for whatever it makes reason
1: because i grew up with all that and no shit and <laughs> yeah i was like the same thing
3: I, I still remember good burger yeah
2: yeah
1: and on the plus side,
2: Keenan's, you know, only halfway through his uh life on Saturday Night Live. So
0: <laughs> no shit. He's only been there for thirty five oh. of those forty two <laughs> years. So <laughs> I think he is the longest tenured current current uh performer
1: on SNL, I believe. Yeah, I think I said fourteen years. He did an article just recently here.
0: Yeah. No, he went straight from doing like the kiddie Nickelodeon shit to like Saturday Night Live and he's been there forever. He's just showing Tim like
2: Meadows how it's done. What's that? I feel He's like Daryl Hammond. Hold
0: on. One at a time. Uh, Brad first.
3: I was going to say, I feel like Daryl Hammond might have had a, a, a comparable tenure on that show. He was on there forever.
0: Oh, yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. But current of the current cast. Current definitely yeah, is Kenny Thompson.
2: What were you going to say, Kenny? Oh, I was just saying he was just showing Tim Meadows how it's done. Can't yeah, no have shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Tim Meadows was there for a good run, too. Uh, Did I mention that uh, actress Rosario Dawson turns 41 on Saturday? Mm -hmm. I can't believe that. Yeah. It's always good to put her back into your memory. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I agree with that. Sunday, May the 10th, of course, is Mother's Day. Congratulations to everybody celebrating this weekend. If you are a mother, if you had a mother, whatever the case might be, you can find this day and whatever the case might be. (laughs) You can find this day in pop culture, birthdays, national days, and more every weekday, Monday through Friday, at popgoestheculture.com. That's something fun that we've been throwing out in the last week or so. We'll keep that up as well. This week's pop quiz and our discussion about this pop quiz, and it's perfect. We got just the right number of people for this question. You know, it is Mother's Day this Sunday. So this week, our pop quiz is asking what is your favorite song? about, related to, has the word mother in the title, whatever the case might be, what's your favorite song about mom? We're going to come up with four suggestions between the four of us. We'll each come up with one. And then our listeners and followers on social media will get to vote on which is your favorite of our four suggestions. So four suggestions, songs about mom. Who hasn't I thought about what they want to run with? I know Kenny threw out some ideas to kind of get the, the juices flowing earlier in the week um, anybody want to jump in with their favorite mother song
1: i have two but i can't decide which one i want to go with
0: what are your two and then we'll help you decide
1: okay so uh lonely island uh mother lover
0: <laughs> all right <Specifically laughs> since we're mother's just day. just talking saturday night live so that's appropriate yes. Yeah,
1: yeah uh, that's uh one of the funniest mother's day songs if not that's a pretty specific genre. <laughs> yeah, but, but uh, yeah, that one. And uh, I'm a big fan of "Mama Tried" by Merle Haggard.
3: Very oh. good.
0: Mama wow! Tried,
1: Tried.
0: S- sing a little bit more for us, just so we can all make sure we know we know, we know the song. None.
2: No. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: So of those two, was anybody else going to pick either of those two? I guess we'll get that question out of the
3: way.
2: No, but I oh, love had- the Conway Island.
0: I hadn't
3: considered either of those. All right,
0: so fair enough. So that that doesn't eliminate either one. So so yeah, it's uh, it's between uh, you know a, a a funny song or a something. Well, let's ask this question: What does you know either one mean to you personally? Is it just you know just, just kind of talk us through why those are your two picks?
1: Well, the Lonely Island song. Is just I remember when that first dropped, being like one of the funniest <laughs> things to me. I, I right. watched that on repeat for a while. Right. Um, anytime they team up with Justin Timberlake to do a song, it's gold. <laughs> yeah. Um, mama tried that. That one. I like that one. Cause today is not only your daughter's birthday, but it's also my mom's birthday. Oh, very good. Um, so, uh, my mom worked real hard to be a great mom and I still turned out kind of shitty. And I always, I would say, well, mama tried, you know? <laughs> right. So I, I, uh, I feel like she tries to blame herself sometimes. I'm like, you did your best. Mo Haggard said it. So,
0: so her birthday really? is one day after your birthday. And yes. right around mother's day every year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And my, both my, all my kids are born within a week of father's day. So.
0: That's funny. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So you think about which of those two you're going to go with then? Well, I'll come back to you since, since you've got a decision to make. So okay. Brad, Kenny, anybody have one that you want that jumps out that you want to throw out there for your pick.
2: Well, I'll go ahead and say i mine would be Zig, Mother
1: mother oh she yeah.
2: that's pretty Yeah, good. that's that's been a song I've loved since the first time I've heard it, and kind of in that period of when I did hear it, that's kind of the attitude I had so right it fit me perfectly
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome very good so
2: that, that would definitely be the one I'm going with.
0: Any uh, other honorable mentions and maybe one or two others that you thought about? I mean, uh, clearly that's your choice, but was there any others that jumped to the top of the list for you as well?
2: You know, that first one that I posted Stacy's mom. Yeah. Just, you know, not necessarily my type of song per se, but I, I just loved it. And the video yeah. was always funny. And I don't know. It's just a quirky little song.
0: Yeah. One of those that gets kind of stuck in your head an earworm or something.
2: Yeah, and I'm sure all of us have had somebody's mom that we've been like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Did I uh, mention to you guys earlier, Rosario Dawson turns 41 on Saturday.
3: <laughs> yeah. she's, she's
0: nobody's mom. Uh, so, Brad, coming back to you then, is there a mother song that jumps out to you?
3: Oh, hell, I've got so many going through my head. I'm struggling to narrow it down here. Kenny posted quite a few in the uh, yeah. Slack channel that I actually really like. Like Danzig was on there, and uh, Ozzy Osbourne's "Mama, I'm Coming Home." And
2: yeah, that's a great I would
3: not, I would not have considered Rolling Stones' "Helper," but I do like that song. Yeah, <laughs> he'll pop him well, up too.
0: <laughs> yeah, you cut out for a second there. That was Mother's Little Helper. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, I was just saying that the Pill Poppin' Mamas need some love too. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I was just trying to get a little something so we weren't all everybody picking in the, the same, same, song. same yeah. song.
3: Yeah. Right.
0: Especially,
2: you know, you got like Joey's little comment after that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get
0: there. We'll get there. I may or may not pick it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll come back to Brad as well. Then I'll throw mine out there. I'm going to go with one that I'm not going to go with what I threw in the Slack channel. I picked, uh, um,
2: oh,
0: <laughs> yeah, I picked, uh, <laughs> I, I threw it out there. I asked if this was appropriate, not appropriate. I asked if this counts. Uh, I threw out the, uh, Prince, uh, sexy motherfucker. Um, which we, I think we all agreed would count because mother is in the title.
2: Exactly. I'll accept it.
0: <laughs> Although I don't know. I think that this is, is is it in the title or is it just the letters MF in the title?
2: No, sexy motherfucker. No, I know that's how the it's song sexy. goes, but
0: I know that's how the song goes, but I don't know if that's in the title. I think the title might just be sexy MF. I can't remember. It's been a hot minute since I had that on. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm going to pick Willie Nelson. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys.
2: Uh, so Willie and yeah i was almost thinking because you know dakota mentioned the merle haggard one and yeah i was like oh man dude, you could just about have a whole country themed <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: no shit but i yeah growing up i mean i grew up at a you know during the 70s 80s 90s um you know i that's what we, we listened to was that old time country shit we'd go down to my grandparents house who were you know 45 minutes out in the sticks from where we lived And it was like, you know, you would listen to that all the way down and then, you know, you'd go there and it was kind of, you know, out in the sticks and then you'd listen to the old timey country music on the way back. And, you know, it was a good hour and a half of that. And that's just one of those songs. I mean, Willie Nelson's fantastic anyway, but that's just one of those songs that growing up, you know, that that just it it, even then being as young as I was, it was just it was just cool. It was laid back. And it was just, yeah. it was just, that was, what, you know, that's what it meant to be a man was to be a, you know, to be somebody that could sing about, you know, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys, you know, don't let them do the shit that I've done, don't let them do what other, you know, don't let them pick guitars and drive them old trucks. Um, so yeah. th- that that one for me, I mean. I don't own a whole lot of vinyl. I'm not like Dustin. I don't have a collection of cool vinyl shit, but I do have a few vinyl records that are that I like. And you know, of uh, the Willie Nelson is one of them, and it's got that on there, and that's one of those songs I can put on at any given time and just you know mellow out and just listen to it. And to me, that's just you know, it's a whole it's a whole mood, as the kids would say.
3: I'm glad you picked that one. That's actually one that I had been debating on picking. I've got I, I had since. Uh, i saw that one on the slack i really have always liked that song ever since i first heard it and uh, i'm not actually that familiar with willie and wayland's version like i've heard it before but i'm more familiar with ed bruce's original version Mm -hmm. because that was the version they included on grand theft auto san andreas back in the day (laughs) right but uh but yeah it's a song ever since i've heard it i've always liked yeah. Um
0: I can sit and listen to Willie Nelson all day. I can throw that I can throw on a greatest hits album of Willie Nelson and just sit back and, oh, be, yeah. and be happy. Um oh, so, Blue Eyes Time in the Rain. God, oh, that fucking song. God there's so many songs, you know. <laughs> that, we can list the Willie Nelson catalog, but we're not gonna <laughs> do that tonight. Uh but yeah, <laughs> uh, Willie Nelson and it's not one that normally you would I would you know, people wouldn't who know me wouldn't jump out and be like, Oh, he's a fucking Willie Nelson fan. You know, that's not something that, that's yeah. obvious, but yeah, it's transcends genres and all that. So so we'll go back to Brad, and then we'll finish up with Dakota uh, since that's where we started. Brad, have you narrowed it down to one or a couple? Um,
3: oh, I've got songs on my head, and I don't know if either of them will be that popular. That's all right. Uh, there's there's a Soundgarden song from their second album called Full-On Kevin's Mom, which is more in the line of Stacy's Mom. Right. Uh, just, <laughs> and I'm thinking i might go with metallica's mama said okay just from their album load and it's not one of their most popular albums or their most popular song but it's one that's always kind of stuck out to me because i i think hetfield i think wrote it shortly after that his mother passed away from cancer mm-hmm. and it's yeah. Being a Metallica song, it's very different from what you people generally associate Metallica with. And it's just always kind of stuck out with me. Very good. Oh, that's the
0: one you want to go with. Absolutely. That's what I, I'm going to put you down for that one.
3: Yeah, I think I'm going to go with that one.
0: Very good. All right. So, Dakota, we come back to you. You've got two that you've thrown out through the discussions. Have you, have you changed your mind <laughs> at all? Do you want to throw in a different one or are you going to go with one of the two that you've picked?
1: I think I'm going to stick with Mama Tread. All right.
0: Last Last. tried. Very good. And we got the story on why that's uh, important to you. So let's talk about what we didn't pick. Uh, I'm going to just pull up some of the ones that Kenny threw out there. Um, and just so we can talk about, you know, we you talked about Stacy's mom. Uh, yep. Dear dear Mama by Tupac. Yep. Uh, Mama, I'm coming Yeah. Mama, I'm coming home by Ozzy, we talked about. Um, mother's Mother. Yeah, that's little- a very popular yeah it is uh mother's a little helper
2: go ahead well i was gonna say with the aussie one yeah now that one i always liked a lot but like doing uh when i used to do store setups uh, a lot of times just to avoid traffic i'd leave out from like you know wisconsin or something like that at like two in the morning you know and uh just driving down a long dark highway heading home and that song coming on it's like oh my god it just resonated with you know just that whole situation just made me love that song so much more
0: right off that yeah, i i have a feeling if somebody had picked that one it would probably be the one that got the most votes but nobody here picked that one uh you yeah. also suggested mother and child reunion by paul simon
2: yeah, something yeah. fun and a little different of yeah. the genre.
3: Yeah. Uh, i, I actually never heard that one before. I had to look, uh, once I saw that on there, I had to listen to it, and it was actually enjoyable. I liked that one.
0: Yeah. A couple songs, again, that didn't get mentioned. Uh, we talked about Sexy Motherfucker. Uh, LL Cool J, Mama Said Knock You Out. But yeah. That was a good one. So, yeah. That
2: was one song that when I used to box, I used to listen to before I would go in and have a boxing match. Right. Because it just, that song fucking pumps you up.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Especially if you're going to go start throwing hands. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, there's a few others out there as well. These are the choices though. This is the pop quiz for this week. Watch your favorite song about mom for mother's day. Um, again, the choices are mother by Danzig. I'm not sure how I'm going to get this one (laughs) into however many characters I have on Twitter, but (laughs) mama's (laughs) don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Mama said by Metallica and mama tried. By Merle Haggard. This week's pop quiz is live right now. You can vote on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast. The pop quiz is pinned right to the top of these pages so you cannot miss them if you go there. If you don't see your favorite mama song on the list, be sure to, when you vote, uh, go to the comments, go to the, you know, whatever it is, the retweets, the shares, the comments, the likes, whatever it is. And let us know what it is that you would have picked if you had been sitting here doing this with us uh, as we've recorded the podcast. We'll bring you the results of the pop quiz on next week's brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. Coming up this week, Friday, today, we are going to be casting. If you haven't done the cast thing with us, we're going to talk about it for just a second. It's a lot of fun. It's free to download. It's free to make an account. It's free to join any – I mean, you can join any public channel that's on there, or you can do your own set up your own private channel or public channel. I don't care. Uh, but it's free to do what it is. It's it's a program that you can run it on your computer on your PC, you can do it on your cell phone, you can do it on your tablet, whatever you do. Um, but what you do is it, whoever's hosting the channel can put up audio and video of whatever they're watching. Um, and so it's there. And then you can chat along with other people. So you can be chatting you know, typing along type 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 about whatever you think about what you're watching. Um what we do on ours is um we usually have we have at least one like video stream going all the time um and then sometimes we throw a second one up so all you got to do is like pick the one you want to watch and listen to and you know mute the other one um and then we we'll talk like sometimes we'll chat type 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 sometimes we'll just be talking we'll turn our microphones on and we'll sit there and talk and we'll talk along with the video again you can mute us if you don't want to hear our bullshit um but we'll do that a lot it's a lot of fun. And like I said, it's free. It's a way to just, you know, we can't physically be together still in some cases safely um, during this whole, you know, as we're easing back into getting out of the all the restrictions with the pandemic and stuff. But it's a way to sit down and watch TV together and talk about what you're watching and stuff. We've watched, you know, we've done polls where we ask people, hey, what do you want to watch here? Pick one of these four movies. Um, we've done, hey, this is what we're watching and had people show up to that. Um, So we do that, like I said, pretty much 24-7. There's something going on. Uh, During the primetime hours, we usually have a a couple of them going. So um, you can see a couple different things. This Friday night, tonight, at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, we're going to throw up WWE SmackDown. I don't know why I'm continuing to throw SmackDown up, but we will (laughs) if anybody wants to watch it. I know you're not fucking watching it at home because nobody's watching it. The lowest numbers (laughs) in Raw and SmackDown history were the last two shows. Um, but. But it's on; it's there. If you're watching it, you might as well watch it with some other folks. Um, and then at nine Eastern, eight p.m. Central, we'll throw up over on Shutter the last drive-in. Um, that's a lot of fun. Uh, the first week they did, when they did the uh, season premiere, Dakota and I were on, uh, and Kenny was popping in and out for that as well. But it, it's just it's fun to sit there and watch movies and TV shows with other people and to be talking along with them. If you join us and you want and you've got a microphone, especially if you're on like your phone or your tablet or something, and you want to talk with us just type it in there. Hey, can you set it up where I can talk? And yeah, absolutely. We will. Um, we, we just have fun with it. You can find the link to our cast channel at pop as well as the schedule, what we're showing at any given time. Um, so check it out. If it's something, if you're, if you're going to watch TV and movies and streaming stuff anyway, Um, you know, check it out. You can watch it with us. We can talk about it while we're watching it. Um, if you want to host your own party, but you're not sure how all that shit works, just send us a request. Just let us know. You can shoot us an email or hit us up on social media and be like, Hey, can we watch this movie on, you know, it's on Netflix. Can we watch that Thursday night at eight o'clock or whatever? And um, sure. You know, we'll, we'll get it started for you. Then you can invite all your friends and have your own little private party within our, our big chat room. It's kind of fun. Also on Friday, new music, Paramore's Haley Williams releases her debut solo album called "Petals for Armor. That's on Friday. On Saturday, over on the cast, we're going to throw up some old-timey classic Saturday morning cartoons uh, all day long. So if, again, if that's something you're interested in, just jump in and join us on Saturdays. Downton Abbey, the movie premieres on HBO at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7, uh, 7 Central. The SNL season finale. Have you guys been watching any of the uh, stay-at-home SNL episodes they've been doing these last? I don't know, a couple, three weeks. Yeah, I watched a couple. Have you?
3: I okay. haven't. I've been <laughs> curious ahead. about. Them.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. it's uh it's it's different. Uh, again, we talked about having to adjust uh, how how you do TV in a pandemic uh but they've decided again because of the logistics of it they're gonna do one more of them that's this saturday night that'll be the seven the uh snl season finale the 45th season finale will be another snl from home uh type event so if you're interested in seeing what that's all about check that out because it'll be your last chance to get to see one of those this season and if you're do if you're looking for something to do on the weekend if you've Maybe you forgot that Mother's Day is coming up Saturday or on Sunday until you have heard this podcast. Um, something we're going to try to start doing on the on the website. Um, I'm, we're gonna I'm going to try I'm going to try to throw out some different like DIY craft projects you can do like on the weekends. Um, on Saturday we're going to have a very simple um, Star Wars Mother's Day card that you can print out from our website. Um, that's actually it's not ours. I didn't design it. It actually comes courtesy of BusyMomHelper.com. Um, but we'll have links to that so you can go directly there and print out a Mother's, Star Wars Mother's Day card you, and you have the kids sign it or whatnot. And and we've got you covered for Mother's Day if you forgot and you can't get back out because there's a pandemic or whatever the case might be. Um, so be sure to check that out on Saturday. On Sunday, we're going to do this one. So last month we did the two nights of WrestleMania on our cast channel. I'm talking about cast a lot, but it's a lot of fun. Um and we had, we had a great turnout. We had a good turnout on the first night and I was like, that's pretty cool. I wonder how many people will show up the next night. And we had more people the second night because they did two nights of WrestleMania. So this Sunday is the WWE money in the bank pay-per-view event. Um, it's different this year because, uh, well, you can't, they can't go anywhere to film it. <laughs> they can everything shut down so they're actually filming it in connecticut at the wwe headquarters i think it's already been filmed actually they've already shot everything um but they're the
2: just other thing they, by last wednesday i think
0: yeah i think so uh but they're just they're having the matches in the building <laughs> so like the the money if you know the gimmick the money in the bank uh suitcases briefcases that are on the on the roof i guess and they're starting them on the ground floor and just letting people wrestle through the building all the way up to the roof i guess i oh it's like like the running man movie yeah kind of i i would be surprised i would i would be surprised if somebody doesn't go off of the side of the the building like off the roof
2: already yeah so somebody somebody did go they're thinking it's either because i guess vince mcmahon got and showed them that it could be done, so he did it, right, and then uh they're talking like possibly Otis or somebody like that's gonna go yeah. off so it'd be it's gonna be cool to see who ends up doing it
0: yeah you can't you cannot have people wrestling on the roof of a multi story building without somebody going over the edge, somebody getting thrown off the the roof of the building if yeah. they if they didn't do that spot it would be uh it would be a surprise to me. So That's on Sunday night. It starts at 7 p.m. Eastern. We're going to have that up on our cast channel. Again, you can find our cast channel information at PopGoesTheCulture.com. Be sure to check that out. If wrestling's not your thing, Sunday night, Disney Family Sing Along Volume 2. If you didn't catch the first one last, I guess it was, what, two weeks ago? Um, it's just a bunch of people musicians and celebrities singing Disney songs from Disney movies. Uh, it was a huge success. Got tons of ratings for ABC. So they're doing volume two on mother's day night. So be sure to check that out. That's at 7 PM Eastern (laughs) six central. And then if you haven't caught up, you need to get caught up new Rick and Morty during the, uh, the adult swim block on cartoon network. We're going to be casting that. We'll have that up on our cast channel overnight as well. We'll have, we'll just throw up uh, the adult swim, the cartoon network. So you can check that out. You, if you've not caught up with brick and more to get caught up, you can catch it on our cast channel Sunday night, overnight on Do yourself. a favor, Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's dude. If the rest of the four that are left are there, if they're uh if they're the same quality we would normally expect, then, and what this last one was, then yeah, you certainly want to get caught up with Rick and Morty. <laughs> on Monday, we'll be casting Monday Night Raw. Uh, again, until somebody puts something else on television that's worth casting, we'll be casting Monday Night Raw. <laughs> And then we'll also—I don't know—we've talked about it. Curtis and I actually did a show back at—I think we actually recorded it in November because of this timing of it. Um, but we took a look at Creep Show uh, on Shutter, season one on Shutter. We broke down every episode. We broke down every vignette. Well, Shutter is owned by AMC, and AMC is showing uh, season one of Creep Show on Monday nights. The first episode was last Monday night, so episode two out of six. Um, is on this Monday night. We'll have that up on our cast channel as well. So again, if you're liking you know creep show that kind of cheesy you know 80s throwback horror anthology stuff, uh, you can catch that on our cast channel. If you don't do the cast channel, you can catch it on AMC on Monday night. On Tuesday, the Flash season finale. We'll be casting that as well, by the way. The Flash season finale, we talked about a little bit. Everything got cut short because of the pandemic. Um, So episode 19 will be the season finale for The Flash. That's on Tuesday night. The Invisible Man will be available to own on digital home video. You've been able to rent this for a while now, but you can actually own on digital The Invisible Man starting on Tuesday birds of prey and fantasy island will be available on dvd and blu-ray on tuesday star wars episode one racer this is the video game that came out when episode one came out obviously um but it's the one where you're like a pod pod racer racer Um, that is being remastered and redone and re-released on playstation 4 on Tuesday, uh, they're going to do a Switch version, but I think that's not until later in the month of May. So if you if, you've, if that's bringing back memories from 20-some years ago, uh, be sure to check that out on PlayStation 4 on Tuesday. If you're playing Apex Legends, Apex Legends Season 5 kicks off on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox on Tuesday. On Wednesday, over on the Fanatics and the Fans Facebook page, they're continuing their Whedon Wednesday watch party. This is where they pick uh, – I, th- I think they're doing Firefly right now. They've done yeah. – I know they've done Angel and Buffy in the past. Um, but they show up, their casting on their uh, Facebook page um, an episode of – I think it's Firefly this week. Um, so be sure to check that out and follow them on Fanatics and the Fan on Facebook. We will be casting AEW and NXT side-by-side on our cast channel. That's kind of fun, actually, um, to have both of those pulled up at the same time and be watching them. And if you're going to watch wrestling from the major companies during the week, Wednesday night's the night to watch it anyway, because, again, Mondays and Fridays are kind of shit. And Wednesday, go ahead. Oh, not kind of. No, yeah, yeah. Well, I was trying. I was being being generous. Uh, And then on Wednesday, new comics will be in comic book stores from DC Comics. Uh, I I know we've talked about in the past, they've actually worked out a deal with a different distributor besides Diamond, who is still shut down. Um, So you can get new comics from DC. You could get them this week. There should be comics in your local comic book store this week from DC Comics, new comics next week from DC as well. Uh, Diamond, so Marvel, uh, Image, IDW, all those will start shipping later on in the month of May. Thursday night, The Misery Index, season two premieres over on TBS. Has anybody watched The Misery Index? It's the one with the uh, guys from Impractical Jokers watching clips, like it looks like America's Funniest Home Video type clips and then like rating which one's the worst, I guess.
3: Anybody, I've never heard of that, even. Yeah, I can't
0: say I heard it. Yeah, Yeah, I've never heard of it. Okay, well, the Misery Index season two premieres on (laughs) TBS on Thursday, and then Thursday night we'll be recording another new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. We're actually going to try some things, I'm not going to talk it up too much right now because we've got some work to do, Um, but we are going to try, especially since we're doing all this online right now. We want to try to play around with some stuff, see if we can bring you a way to interact with the show as we're recording it. So if you've got a top story and, oh man, they're recording now, I I didn't send it to them, but I wish I had, we're working on a way where you can actually interact with us live as we're recording. Um, So we're going to be playing around with that a little bit. That's going to be on Thursday nights, including next Thursday, Um, and then of course next Friday, that episode, the new episode, of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast will be available in your podcast player. So look for us right here with that. If you've enjoyed this or any episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, please just take a moment, leave a review in your preferred podcast player. Doesn't cost a thing. It really is one of the best ways to show your support for the show. And yes, we read the reviews. And every once in a while, we'll even read you re- read. Sorry, we'll even read your reviews on the air um i know curtis read one a couple of weeks ago that we're still talking about today yeah, that's why it's not here anymore too. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. we kicked him off because of it so
3: that go ahead he's no longer no longer here <laughs> yeah that's the power you
0: have as listeners you leave a review and we'll kick <laughs> curtis off the show no, we can <laughs> just curtis yeah, just curtis that's the only one <laughs> that's all I've got written down today, guys. Does anybody have anything else before we get out of here heading into this next week or so?
1: I want to add one oh. quick thing. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, um, I happened to accidentally open up Facebook on it. I instinctually, Um <laughs> And just to bring it around full circle, the first thing that popped up is that Elon Musk is going on the Joe Rogan show again. <laughs> that's awesome. Anyway, <laughs> you made a joke about that. Earlier, so.
0: That's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. that, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, awesome so you heard it here first we we're breaking the news before it even <laughs> happens that's awesome yeah anything else anybody got anything else call your I mama was
2: watching, i know it's a weird thing but uh i was watching a the kind of extended little trailer thing for star girl that's coming out yeah and i was kind of like eh, i don't know you have know, watched all these other ones i don't know if i want to. Do this, but then they were showing who all the bad guys were. Yeah, and of course Solomon Grundy is one of them. So I was like, ah, okay, I'm watching it.
0: They got you. They got you with Solomon Grundy, did they? They got me with Solomon Grundy. That's
1: funny. I'll tell you, he's in about in the first three episodes for about two seconds. So <laughs> take that with a grain of salt.
0: I was gonna say, yeah,
1: yeah, da- maybe he'll be in one more.
0: Dakota's seen <laughs> Dakota's seen the first three, so yeah, he'd be the one to to give you the advice on that. Very good. Brad, you I'm got anything good. before we get out of here? No, I'm good. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up then for this week's episode. I have been Joey Mills with the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Joining me today were... Dakota. K-Dub. Brad. Have a great weekend. We will catch you right back here next week. Until then, be safe, be healthy. We'll talk to you later.
2: See you, Rosario Dawson.